Hey, everybody, it's Erin. Albert is Friday, December 20th. We made it again. So lots cooking on over here at the Albert Ranch. I would say that it doesn't feel like anything's about to slow down for the holidays, although I am keeping my fingers crossed. Here's what's cooking in my neck of the woods. Number one, uh, the 20 to 2020 campaign over at LinkedIn Live is still going strong. I'm counting down just like Casey Kasem. Remember that? top America's Top 40. I love that. Uh, I'm counting down the last 20 days of 2020. And what I'm doing on high noon each day, except today, not getting on at noon today. But every day at noon Eastern time, I'm getting on and sharing one. facet of our uh, ASCP 2020 continuing pharmacy education needs assessment. So everything from business and operations in pharmacy to entrepreneurship to social determinants of health for patients to public health to state licensure requirements for CE. And then I haven't even touched the therapeutic areas yet and I will get there. But all of those topics, I'm trying to broach at least one topic each and every day. And if you're an expert in any of those arenas and you want to speak in any of our venues for 2020 with senior care pharmacists, by all means, go to ASCP.com slash call for proposals and submit your proposal. It's so important to educate our healthcare professionals on a lot of different aspects of being a leader, uh, thinking out of the box, being innovative. There are so many aspects that pharmacy could benefit from. And I'm not just talking about inside the profession and the therapeutics, because those are the obvious choices. What I'm really excited about this coming year is looking at things more like wellness, uh, keeping senior patients at home healthier, longer through things like technology, serving the patient in a different method other than the big box retail setting. There's just so much change and so much opportunity right now that I'm excited that campaign is working. I've been keeping my eye on the portal. More people are submitting their proposals, which excites me. So uh, if you're around anytime at noon, just hop on LinkedIn. Hopefully I can say hi to you there. And more important of all, most important, please submit your proposals again at ASCP.com slash call for proposals. Number two, I am, I can't believe it, uh, going through the Podcasting 101 final workshop on Saturday, the 21st of December. But more than I am sad that it is coming to an end, I am excited that the learners in that workshop series hopefully will be starting their very own podcast by 2020, checking that box with the universe when I promised I would deliver a workshop series before the end of the year at Social Media Dames 19 in August. So to all the learners who are coming out and learning hands-on, it's awesome, good for you, you're brave for doing it, and we need more voices on and through social media. Number three, question of the week. 
It's been a minute since I've done the question of the week, but I had a gal who reached out to me on LinkedIn this week, and I'm not using her name because I don't have her permission to do so. By the way, if you all send me questions for questions of the week, let me know if I can use your name or not, or just your first name. Um, this gal asked, how do you get licensed and get a job in another state as a pharmacist if you're trying to relocate through a new job? That is a great question, and that is a question that has actually and radically changed over the last, I would say, 10 years or so um, in the industry. Now, back in the day, you usually could negotiate moving and relocation costs with an employer, and honestly, I think those days are pretty much gone um, unless you have very unique, special skills. But I would say if you're a pharmacist, let's say hypothetically I live here in Indianapolis and I want to move to Seattle, here are the steps that I think I would take to make that happen in, in Seattle, Washington being a pretty far away jurisdiction that I couldn't just you know, get in a car and drive to very easily. Um, the first steps I think I would take, and, and by the way, thank you for your question, is Find out who I already know that's already out there and pick their brains. I want to know who the biggest employers are in town, um, the biggest hospital systems, any major corporations that might, in a random fluke, hire pharmacists. I'm thinking like Microsoft, Amazon, you know, any of those big organizations that are out there. Uh, Amazon's getting into the healthcare space, so I got to believe there's some opportunities there. Um, also, I would look at the State Pharmacy Association. Again, for all the reasons we just laid out in that entire podcast mini-series, find out what the Washington State Pharmacy Association does for its members. Find out if they have a job portal. Check that out. Um, I think I'd also, you know, search the job boards online. So the big three that I think of are LinkedIn, Indeed, and Glassdoor. The great thing about the online portals now is that they will allow you to plug in a specific geography. So I think that's a good thing, but you can't rely on that alone. I think you really have to work your network too and find the agents that are on the ground, quote unquote, that will help you uh, be your eyes and ears in the city that you want to go to. The beautiful thing about the online portals as well now is that they, most of them have a remote option when you're searching for positions, and that is a beautiful thing, a beautiful feature. Um, for me, that's really important, so check that option out as well. Uh, the companies that are really progressive, that really want the best and brightest, are going to offer their jobs remotely. They don't have a choice anymore. If you really want top talent, you have to have a remote option. So after all that, uh, I would also say that you don't want your licensure to be uh, a barrier to your candidacy if you do get to the interviewing stage with another organization that is in the place that you want to be. So I would caution uh, that you probably need to start studying the law in that state as a pharmacist and or be ready to rock with NABP and taking the MPJE or the state licensure exam when um, 
you are applying for jobs and just let employers know that that is not a huge barrier for you because you're ready to go. Would would I sit for the license before I went? I think that kind of depends on a lot of different factors. Number one, if you don't get a job there, are you okay maintaining a second pharmacy license? I know some of the the transfer reciprocity licenses are really expensive. I know North Carolina's, for example, a couple years ago was 600 bucks uh, for a reciprocated license. So that's a lot of money to lay out for a maybe or an if. Uh, so think about those factors as well. But you don't want it to be a deterrent from your candidacy if you do get to the final stages of an interview and or an offer. There are exceptions to that too, like the VA system where they require different things for licensure, not necessarily in the state that you are uh, practicing in because they have different sets of rules. So you'd have to listen to that and also follow your employer's or potential employer's rules on being licensed in a certain jurisdiction. That's it. I mean, it's the basics, but that's how I would approach moving, relocating, and then trying to find a job in the new geography while I was still living in my current geography. The power of the internet is, it makes things so much easier these days, but it can also on the flip side be a little overwhelming. So use the tools that I mentioned here. I think LinkedIn is a fabulous place to start and you can kind of go from there. Feel it out over Seas over space over time. Uh, I think you kind of have to be a, have a thoughtful approach and strategy if you really want to make that happen. I would say overall in the U.S. as well, the trend is for people not to move as much, from what I've read. So, good luck, whatever you choose to do, and I hope that answer helps. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season, although it doesn't feel like it's really slowing down at all this year for some reason. Uh, I wish and hope that you all have time with friends and family and you stay safe and you have a little time carved out for yourselves about all the amazing accomplishments that you've achieved over this past not only year, but past 10 years. I'm looking back and I, I'm seeing a lot of my friends posting their 10-year photos and things like that. And I look over the last 10 and think, wow, so much change has happened. But you have to stop and celebrate the fact that you made it, you're still here, and you're still doing amazing things. So take care. Have a great holiday season. I'm sure I'll be back soon. <laughs>